0: Welcome to the Books of Titans podcast, where I seek truth in the world's great books. I'm your host, Eric Rostad, coming to you from the beautiful Books of Titans studio in Franklin, Tennessee. My goal is to read 200 of the great books over the next 10 years and share what I'm learning. I'll talk a bit about each book, tie ideas together from a variety of genres, and share the one thing I always hope to remember from each of the great books. Today I have a special episode and I'm going to share how to take notes in books. I'm going to cover the basics, give a tip for fiction, an idea for nonfiction, and then what to do when you are borrowing a book and you can't write in it. Well, the other day I picked up a book from my bookshelf and it was one that I'd read 24 years ago. I'd read it in the year 2000 and I I opened it up and I was amazed that the way that I had marked that book up, how I had underlined, how I had put stars in there was very similar to how I do things now, 24 years later. And... So I, I've had a system, I've, I've honed it a lot, especially since I started this project in 2017. And so I want to just cover how I, I write in books, how I, I put notes in books, and that sort of thing, because I've... I've, I've done different things over the years, and uh, the, the system I have now is is helpful to me, and, and I'm hoping it gives you some ideas on, on ways that you could start taking notes in your books. Well, I recently heard Spencer Clavin say that the older he gets, the more savagely he treats his books. And I'm in a similar boat to that. I, I used to view books as holy in a way where I, I did not want to write in them, I did not want to have a pen or writing device to where it could even mistakenly make a mark in them. And so, when I was in high school and then part of college, I I, I bought a notebook, and then I would just when I was reading a book, I would have that notebook next to the book so i'd have the book open i would never mark in the book but i would take notes in this notebook and i still have that notebook it's right on my bookshelf here uh it's a prized treasure in the sense that it has notes from really good books and in books from when i i was just starting to read and it's like from all these different books and, it, and it's uh it's in this one notebook that i have and so i'm thankful for that uh and in some of those books i i I don't own anymore, so uh, it's nice that I've got the notes. Whereas, if if I I had had the book and now I don't have the book anymore, then then I would have lost those notes. But I, I still have this notebook, and so I did that for a long time, where I would just carry it, carry a notebook, write like the most important ideas or quotes that I got from the from the book and just kind of carry that along with me. But then that that all changed. Uh, I mentioned that book I picked off my bookshelf. So it must have changed sometime in college. But then I really got more savage and, and brutal with how I treated my books more recently, in, 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 especially when I started Books of Titans in 2017. So my goal for this reading project was to read more books but then also to remember what it is that I read. And I found that if I marked up my books, it helped me in that process of remembering what I what I was reading. So there's just there's something to underlining and writing in a book that turns it into more of a discussion with the author. It's like it's like you're interacting with the author. And so I'll put questions in there, I will underline things, I will make stars, and, and I'll get into all that. Uh, but but yeah, you can kind of think of it as uh, you're you're agreeing with or you're battling against the author. And when you do that, and, and you use a writing device in the book, it somehow engages part of my brain that just reading it doesn't do. And so I want to encourage you to, to have some sort of a practice, whether it's in a, a a different platform like uh, you're writing in a notebook or you're you're writing in the books, but just some way to kind of battle it out with the with the author while you're while you're reading. So here's just some general ideas and just some general practices that that I do when I'm taking notes in books. First, I try to purchase hardcover versions of the book. Um, I don't like to get super nice versions. So if there's like a leather-bound version of a of a book, I, I will actually not Go for that one. I'll go kind of like the mid range. Um, Sometimes I'll 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 try to find pre-owned books uh, that are that are hardcover versions of of the books that I that I want to read. But when when you have a hardcover, it's a lot easier to write in it, especially the way that I write in them. I use the back cover. I'll get into that in a minute. But oftentimes I'm writing in the back of the book, and so if it's a paperback, it's just hard to write on there. You you kind of have to have like a flat surface, uh, whereas with a hard cover you can kind of be reading anywhere and in, 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 in it's at least a strong enough back to where you can be writing on that back cover I use a, Mu- a Muji 0.38 black pen and the I, I love Muji pens I'll, I'll link to them in the show notes but um, they're they're a Japanese company and I've just I've fallen in love with their pens I've been using them in the last six years or so now so they have they have a 0.5 pen and then a 0.38. The 0.38 is perfect for books. I can underline and it's not too thick of a line and then I can write notes in the back very small or I can write notes in the margin. The The 0.5 is, is just slightly too... Um, too much ink, I guess. For uh, like, it, it's I, I love the zero point five for writing in a journal or, or a notebook, but but for a book, it's just uh, I can't write very small with that. So I like the zero point three eight. It's a it's a, a, a fantastic pen. So just get a pen that you like. Or some people think pens are. are Horrible to write in with books, so they'll use pencils and um, so whatever floats your boat, just some sort of a writing device. Uh, I I buy these Muji pens in bulk, and they each one lasts about a month. This is this is the probably the most important thing I'll share in this episode. episode. But in terms of 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 marking up a book, what what can help you the most is just to underline ideas that are new or different from what you currently think or you currently believe. Let me say that again, only mark things, only underline, only take notes, only star, whatever you do, only do the ideas that are new or different from how you currently think or believe. And the, the main reason for that is you kind of want to train your brain just to uh, to, to note the the things that are like, if you already believe it, there's no, there's no reason to underline it because you're not changing any of your, your views. But if this is a new idea, if this is a new thing or, or a new way of challenging your mind, underline it. Because the other benefit is if you pick up this book a year later off your shelf and you're, you're kind of thumbing through it, you're going to see the ideas that really stuck out and that and that were, that were different. And what's fun is to see if you adopted that idea, if that, that idea ended up, taking a uh, spot in your brain to where that that's how you now think. But uh, if you, if, if you're underlining everything that you believe, and then everything that you think is great, or and that's a new idea, when, when you go back, it's hard to, it's hard to really determine the the, the best thing. So you don't want to go overboard here and underline everything in the book, you, you, you really want to be particular with what you're underlining. And I, I just find that if I if I try to stick for the most part, to just underlining things that are new ideas or are are ideas that are different from how I currently think, that that is that that's a really helpful practice. So here's here's what I do in in when I mark up my books. The very first thing I do is I open the front cover and at the very top, I write my name. And then I write the month in the year. I, I don't put the actual day, but it is, it, so right now I would put February, 2024. And then underneath that, I put what book number it is for that year. So, uh, so I put Eric Rosted at the top, February, 2024. And then right under that, I put 2024 book number, and then whatever book number it is in, in just in the order that I've read them for that year. What, what, what that does is, is one, if, if I, uh, loan out the book or something, my name's in it, it, uh, they know, they know whose it is. And then secondly, if I lose the book or something, uh, my, my name's in it. The, the date is just, it's kind of fun to look back at books and see when you read them. Uh, if I purchase the book in a unique bookstore or something like that, I, I, I will also add a line for, you know, purchase such and such date in this bookstore in this city. But, uh, and then the, the, just the book number, it's kind of fun to place those books when, when you look at them, at them later. And then in the bottom, I've got a, a book stamp that says um, Seeking Truth in, in Latin, and it says my name at the top. And so I just put that in every single book, and that's a, a book stamp at the bottom right corner. So that's the very first thing I do, just kind of mark, this is my book, uh, just kind of ownership there and, and the dates that I'm reading it, that sort of thing. Then I, I start reading, and uh, I, I I do these, these things in the book. So I will underline. I will put brackets, like um, you know, just kind of like a bracket on the side of the page of a maybe if it's a longer paragraph and I, I don't want to underline the whole paragraph, or if it's a long section, I, I just want I don't want to underline that all, but I, I do want to just kind of note it. I'll, I'll put a bracket around that. But underlining is is my most common practice in in a book. If it's something really important, I might kind of put like a, a second line uh, on the underline, or, or if there's a particular. Part of the thing I've underlined that's really important, I'll, I'll I'll put a double line there. So that that's one thing. The bracket is another. I make I make use of stars, and so I'll just put a star in in ink. You know, just right uh, to the left of the, the words, if it's on the left side or the, to the right of the words, if it's on, on the right side. And uh, I, I've, got, I've kind of established a star system over, over the years here. And so a star is, first off, it's just for a really important idea. And so in a normal book, there may, there may only be like two or three total stars. So there may be, may be a number of underlined passages or sentences, but uh, there are very few stars. And that just helps me flip through the book and know. Okay, if there's a star there, it is a it is a an important idea, a really important idea. I will also adjust the size of the stars. So I, I'll have like a small star just for something that that is I think is good. But if it's like a big one star, then this is this is an important idea. I will do double stars, and so this is like a super duper really important idea uh, for for a double star. The, the double stars do not show up in every book uh it is rare to have more than one double star in a book and so just double stars are, are are rare but if I'm flipping through a book that I've read a few years ago and I see a double star in there I know that this is like this was an important idea or at least at the time of reading this was a a super important idea uh now I, Brace yourselves. uh, Brace yourselves. I also do a triple star. I know it's hard to believe, but I do a triple star. But here's the thing. I've maybe only done two or three triple stars in the 350 books I've read for this project. Triple stars are like a rare, life-altering, mind-bending idea. And a triple star, like... I, I. if It's gone to a triple star. There, I've made the stars huge. Uh, I know one triple star showed up in Gulag Archipelago. Um, I, I can't even think of the other books where, where that triple star would be right now, but it is so rare. But I've got a three star system going. Uh, a triple star is like the, this, this, this tops everything so. I, I, that star system is very, very helpful. Uh, underlining, bracketing, and then also these these stars. One thing I I try to do I I'm, I'm not I don't do this in every book, but uh, if if I'm having trouble understanding the book, or if if it's one where it's a long novel and. I just need some help getting into it. I will try to recap each chapter, and I'll just write the recap right at the end of the chapter. So I'll go in, and uh, I try to do it in my own words. So the key here is not to just directly quote, you know, find on page six, just copy exactly what they said. But, like, I, I try to put in two to three sentences in my own words, what happened in that chapter. Uh, That's really for fiction. If it's nonfiction, I I would try to just kind of highlight some of the main ideas from that chapter. That really helps, uh, especially if I've forgotten something that happens, like maybe in in a novel, and go back to that chapter, look at my brief recap of that chapter, and it just kind of helps get me back in, in the stage of where I am in the book. So that that's a good practice is just, especially if it's a a difficult book, just recap at the end of each chapter. And then just, you know, just write that right in the book. And then you can kind of go back And and look at it. Uh, And and here's the here's the one of the big things I do is I take notes in the back in the back cover of the book. So uh, these are important ideas. Obviously, if I've starred something, I'll just kind of rewrite it in the back. A lot of times when I've underlined something, I will also write that in the back. And there's just something I mean, there's something about underlining it where you can somewhat kind of picture that what you've underlined, but the writing it out too, it just takes it to another level in your brain to where you're more apt to remember that than just if if you've only underlined it. So at the end of a book, I'll usually have one or two pages of the of the back uh, filled with, with notes. And I, I write pretty small. Uh, just just know that usually publishers will leave between two to six blank pages in the back of the book. So you can just kind of view this as a free notebook of sorts. And you can do your own little things back there too. Like uh, if it's an, an important idea, I'll write it all in caps or I'll put a star next to it or, you know, just kind of do different things. I'll, I'll draw arrows between ideas and and just kind of map out a book in that way as well. So use the back cover, I I will always open up to the very last page. And that's usually like the back cover page. Um, And that's where I start writing. And then I kind of go back into the book if I need to use more pages. I'm reading through the Bible right now, and I'm uh, the the Old Testament is split up into three different actual books. And the the one I'm in right now, I'm, I'm on the fourth page of notes that, I, that I'm writing. Um, so sometimes the notes will, will get rather large. I dislike a lot when the back of the book has like an image in it, and I can't write on it. I love it when it's just a blank white page in the back there to where I can take notes. So the 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 great thing about taking notes in the back cover is I can pull any book off of my shelf open the back cover and see the main ideas from that book. So that's a, that's a fun thing to do. And, and if you, if you start doing this practice, uh, you know, 10 years from now, you can take the books off your shelves and, and see the main ideas r- right there. So that's a, that's a pretty cool thing to do. And just, uh, uh, a way to kind of think about your future too, as you're reading, just to, to know that you might be able to, to look back at these and and see these notes. Uh, one one quick idea here for taking notes in fiction. So for fiction, I'll usually set aside one of the pages in the back of the book. Uh, usually not the the back, back cover, but like the the page right next to that, and that is my character page. And so as I come across characters in the book, I will just write their name. And some of these are a bust. You don't you don't know when you're starting a novel if the the person you're meeting in chapter one is going to be an important person or not or if it's just kind of a a a quick character and and they're gone but you so you just kind of you just kind of have to start writing names down and then you'll you'll start to understand pretty quickly who are the main characters but what i try to do is so i write their name down and then write particular things I'm learning about them. And and so when I read fiction, it takes me a long time to get into the book because I'm I'm doing that practice where I'm writing all their names, I'm getting to know them, I'm writing Character attributes, things they've done, things they've said in the back. And that just takes a while to get going. But it pays dividends later on. If I forget who a character is or what they've done, I can just flip to the back of the book. And here I've got kind of the main notes about that character. So that's a very helpful practice for works of fiction to, to highlight the characters there. If it's like a Russian novel, don't even don't even try the writing out of, of characters. Just go to your computer. Search in Google for a character list and print it out. Uh, Russian novels, in particular, uh, I'm thinking Dostoevsky here or um, or Tolstoy. Uh, uh, oftentimes, the the not only are the names in Russian, so they're just kind of hard for for me to to remember and understand. But the characters will also be called different names throughout the book. So <laughs> they've got one name here and then another name there. And and if if you don't have like that guide, it's just kind of hard to remember that. So uh, in those cases, I, I find a list of characters, I print it out, and then I'll fold it and put it in the book and, and just kind of pull that out every time I read the book. And then I'll have that character list to look at. Um, so yeah, if it's really hard, just go ahead and find a list and print it out. Or if it's like a, if, if it's a really long book, it's probably just best to print it out instead of writing. Because the other thing that the printing it out does is that uh, it does focus on the main characters. The problem is there's usually spoiler alerts in those notes. So if you are disciplined enough to be able to print out the notes, but not look at them, do that. If not, just start writing the characters in the back of the book. One idea for taking notes in nonfiction, at the end of the book, write down the one thing that you want to change in your life that you learned in that book. Usually with nonfiction, especially, you know, like a, a smart thinking or a, a self-help type type of book, there's usually like a bunch of ideas that you could implement immediately you know think of a financial book there's probably a ton of ideas like hey if you you could do this with investing or that kind of thing don't don't try to do 10 things don't try to do five don't try to do three just do one thing and if you implement one thing from that book it will help you to remember that book but if you if you just write down like here's the thing that here's the one thing from this book that i want to implement in my life It's one of those things, again, hopefully you implement it and it kind of makes a permanent change in you. The other thing is you you can open the back of the book, look at it later on in life, and remember that one thing that you learned from the book. Now, let me just cover taking notes in borrowed books. So say that, you know... This idea of of buying hardcovers for everything is just not in your budget. Uh, here's how to take book notes in borrowed books, and I did this for many years. I used to get a lot of books from the from the library, and uh, so here here's an idea of just how to how to take notes because you uh, you obviously don't want to write in these, or if you're borrowing a book from a friend, you don't you don't want to mark up their book. So here here's what I do is is to keep a phone handy. And uh, I mean, you could also get like a iPod or, or, or something. Um, those, those are pretty inexpensive. I don't, I don't know, know if they still even, even make those. But the idea is, to, is just to have like a, 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 a camera ready. I mean, the, the latest iPhone has a feature where you don't even have to, um, you don't even have to use a, uh, you don't even have to snap the fit picture. If you just hover over words, you can copy and paste those words. So you have the camera by the book. And if you read something, you and, and it would be something that you'd usually underline, just do that photo thing, copy the text, open up your notes program. Uh, the iPhone comes with a, a notes program. And then just paste that note, and then you can give a title to that note. And here's the the really cool thing. You can tag these notes. So you could tag, you could take, you know, do a hashtag and then the the keyword that that relates to that note. Then you can start collecting notes on different ideas. And um, and you could you could have your own kind of like note card system. Based on what you're reading, and, and all from photos, it, they're very easy to look at as well. You can kind of go back, and so maybe when you're putting the note together, you you import the photo, you put a title, and then maybe you put the page number in there as well from from the book. Uh, obviously, write down the the name of the book and the author in that that note as well. But I, that's what I used to do: is is take photos of what I wanted to remember, and that's probably the best thing to do for for um, books that you're that you're borrowing. Uh, I know Ryan Holiday has a index card system. So I don't know if he marks in his books, but he does kind of write down ideas on note cards. And then he's got a whole system of organization for those. And those those end up being very helpful to him as he's writing books, because he can just kind of take all the note cards on a particular topic, see all the books that have been that he's read that that have written on that topic and then just kind of compile all that together. So the point here is I is presented a bunch of ideas. I want you to make your own system. You probably already have a good system in place. Hopefully there's some ideas here that you can take in and in integrate into what you're already doing. Maybe you, you use a highlighter instead of a pen. Don't get stuck on like what I use. Uh, I just offered those as, as examples, but, but uh, get something that works for you, if it's photos, do photos and and tag them. That could be a really cool system that that you set up. Um, you can you could do what I used to do of having a note note notebook on the side. Uh, I I loved that. I, I love that. I still have that notebook and that I can look at it and see all these different books that I read in college and and just you know look back at how they formed me look back at ho- how I remember those quotes how I remember writing them down in that notebook you could do what I do now which is I kind of view my book the book I'm reading at the time as a notebook and I'm taking notes I'm taking notes in the back I'm underlining I am treating it savagely I uh, I I don't want a pristine book by the end of the uh, of it I want to have battled with the book that I'm reading and writing in it taking notes in it helps me to to do that. All of this can pay just tremendous dividends going forward because you have the ability then to look back at these books and see the notes that you've that you have taken. I hope this has helped. Uh, I hope you get some ideas from this, and I hope you share some of your ideas and what you do with me, and and you can either respond uh, uh, with a comment on the website to this podcast page. You can email me at eric at booksoftitans.com, or you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram and let me know what you do in your books. But uh, keep reading, keep listening, and keep learning. I'm out.